Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast Reasonably Rational. This is where I talk about all things human and marketing. I have seen a lot of marketers, yours truly included, get so deep in data and processes that we forget we work with people and not machines. This podcast is an attempt to humanize the current marketing processes and hopefully make marketing fun for everyone. In my last two episodes I talked about how we should think about hiring and onboarding. Going forward I'm going to interview experts on how to think about the human side of marketing, focused mostly on building teams communications appraisal and the entire shebang today i would like to invite a very dear friend who has not only led but created and structured teams for big success akshata kamat akshata welcome to the show i know a lot about you but please tell our audience a bit about yourself hi sid uh, thanks for the very warm welcome hello everybody who's listening in i am akshata i currently head content marketing at moengage In my earlier roles, I've headed content teams at Simply Learn, Visuri, and Conserve Systems, which is now part of Schneider Electric India. I love anything content, and so I've chosen this as my core area on the professional side as well. Personally, I enjoy reading, writing a bit, music, and travel. I am a mother of a fifth grader, and I think that's where I draw most of my life lessons from. Ah, uh, being a marketer and a parent. I think it is being a parent that gives marketers a few hidden advantages, doesn't it? True, true, true. Tell me about it. You're marketing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and before and before we head off into that tangent, that's a completely different podcast session for another time. Akshita, I would like to ask you questions not around your strategies and executions, but around the way you build and structure your team. So we start. Sure, sure. Let's go ahead. All right. So first up, uh, as people keep moving into leadership positions, right, right from the time when you're an individual contributor, and then the organization notices you and you know suddenly you're a manager and then you move into a new organization where you have to build a team we mostly start inheriting team members so when you inherit team members how do you a break ice and b get them to trust you okay see i think uh, both of these are very very important especially if you're a first time manager you need to sort of um, and if you're from within the organization and you've sort of moved up uh, some probably some of the folks on the team where your peers or colleagues earlier so it's it's very important to do both of these i'll try and answer this in two parts okay. uh, firstly uh, breaking the ice this is very tough but very very important many times i've seen leaders don't spend enough time doing this they just rush into sort of taking charge and getting the teams to work together but when you're stepping into a into lead a new team the first step is to listen and understand uh, what's happening uh, see what drives each person what they aspire for what processes are being followed and then give your inputs and suggestions at the same time you need to discuss the challenges you might be facing and encourage your teams to ideate and come up with solutions get to know them outside of work and uh, i think you need to do this without being creepy or intrusive right <laughs> <laughs> we all have we all had that experience of a creepy slash intrusive manager <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to be one <laughs> uh, so uh, you can start by sharing a little bit about yourself uh, but it's it's really important uh, that this part needs to be organic anything forced is going to have the complete opposite effect um, and like any other relationship be patient uh, breaking ice takes time and you need to constantly work towards it it's not going to happen in one day yeah i i i so get that you know your breaking ice takes time it's not something that will be accomplished in one day seven days you can't put a timeline to it but when it breaks and when the team 
is you know when when you have broken the ice the team becomes completely different you just see a very different facet of the team yeah yeah the level of trust and uh, the way the teams work together is completely on another level and then the output uh, that you're getting the results you're seeing is completely you know, transformational it's very very different when you once you have the team on board and that's very important uh, which is the second part of your question which is how do you, um, for me trust is a two way street you need to trust the team first and you need to demonstrate that trust it's it's i think as straightforward as that there is no two ways about it there is no shortcut for this uh, you could show the team the ropes and let them take the swing or you could assign them critical projects and uh, let them know you placed your confidence uh, it's very important uh, that you communicate constantly and are always transparent in my experience um, i have seen that uh, when i need to trust my managers or higher ups i tend to do that if they are with me this could be in many ways right it could be in the feedback that you're sharing it could be the information you're letting them know uh, it could be uh, the way you share the bigger picture of the organization and the larger vision with them there are many places where you need to ensure that you're taking the team along with you also very important uh, to provide a very very conducive environment give them access to all the tools they need arm them with all the training they need um, advising not instructing and uh, encourage a data driven culture very very important and something i've seen you do a lot stand behind your team when they need you to uh, that, that i think that is because of the battle hardened right uh, i think the previous generations of managers and you know maybe maybe in our in, when the time we were managers our managers trusted us and they never exposed us to all the firing and all the you know all the shouting that they got and they just let us do our work in peace i think it comes from there right absolutely absolutely i think very very important uh, to let them know that you are get, you got their back and uh, you are there for them i think that gives them a lot more confidence to take some risks to go ahead and push the envelope and uh, go beyond what they are already doing it's very very important um on that note uh, i would also like to give a shout out to my current content marketing team at mo engage Uh, Ankita, Adi, Pulkit, Raj, Sunant, you guys rock! I must tell you this, Sid. These folks are so amazing. They are all go-getters in their own way. Um, they are able to look at their goals very objectively, plan the course of action, and no matter what project or challenge I'm throwing their way, they have a never-say-die attitude all along. You guys are fab. Okay, now these guys are up for recruitment, right? <laughs> 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 guys, if you any of you guys are listening in. You guys are going to get offers right from right. You have been recommended by Akshita, all right? So yeah, very strong. <laughs> all right. So next question, right? You are someone, and I can personally attest to this. Who has built multiple teams? How do you manage the whole thing, right? Right from convincing the management that you want to hire, then starting with the hiring process and with and without the HR, and getting folks to show up because you know in today's era and today's skill set, a lot of niche. uh skills are required a lot of uh times you need people who have done a particular or who have experimented on a particular set of uh tasks that has not been done as a job um i think your question and the answer both are really really tough it's very hiring is one of the most difficult tasks in building teams um and um, in my personal opinion i think it's the most challenging team uh, challenging task if you are trying to build the right team um so let me try and give you some examples of what i have tried and have probably worked but uh, i i would really like to hear from our listeners and from everybody else out there uh, what works for them 
so i will take each of your questions uh, one by one um, so how do you convince the management uh, when you're trying to lay the foundation for a strong team uh, it needs to be really really strong because i think uh, everything that you've envisioned and all the goals you've set and uh, all the objectives and everything you're trying to achieve is uh, basis the team you're building so it really really needs to be right and strong um now working with the management uh, i've noticed that different companies have their own unique business goals their own growth plans and uh, their own vision for what content marketing as a function should do so it's very important uh, that while you're trying to build uh, what you think is the best team uh, according to your experience and what the industry has it's also important that this is completely aligned with the organization's needs both current and future needs and if you're able to demonstrate that uh, through some kind of a data backed approach and uh, uh, demonstrate how this is really important i think the management is definitely going to believe in your vision and you have them backing you nice so basically you're, you're saying that if you are able to show the management that hey these are the goals that i want to build for say in the next year or in the next 6 months and you tell them this can be accomplished if i get this kind of a team they will definitely buy into that yeah absolutely absolutely uh, so it needs to be reasonable as well depending on the company's size and you know uh, the kind of uh, investments they are making and uh, the growth charter so if it's aligned with all of that uh, i don't see a reason why management should not be open to your team that you suggesting <laughs> okay um how do you do the hiring process right uh, with without hr Uh, yes. this is really difficult with hr without hr either way is very very tough because uh, hiring professional and talented folks is really really difficult these days um many times i have faced pressures to do a quick fix hire because of you know work overflowing or certain things not getting executed on time but i've learned it the hard way that uh, you should hire right and not fast so uh, in the long run the right people are very very important and um, it's it's hiring uh, honestly is much much more easier when you have an hr team and the entire structure to support you uh, but what's also worked for me outside of this is a social shout outs um, shout out through networks whatsapp group nowadays uh, and it helps you connect with the right people some um, the third question you asked me getting folks to show up talk about the no shows uh you know i have seen so many people you know they have been rolled out offers people have started planning for them the objectives are set and on the week or the day they're supposed to show up they start ghosting i've been lucky on that front uh, i can boast of zero no shows across my three different teams so far and uh, this is i think got to do something with the role candidate fit if uh, the candidate considers that your role is a good next step in their career chances are they'll mostly show up so uh, what i do and what has worked for me said is uh, that during the interviews i try to understand the candidate's aspirations i also lay a very very candid blueprint about what the role looks like and what it entails for them if they were to join the organization uh, in fact many times candidates come back and tell me that nobody has explained the role in such detail during interviews Uh, but i think it's really really important because they also need to know what they are getting into and if you provide that clarity and if it is sort of uh, matching with what they want to achieve or go ahead with in their lives it they're mostly likely going to prioritize your offer over something else so very heavy stress on the role candidate fit during the interview right 
yeah yeah absolutely uh, both ways not just the fit for you but also a fit for them uh, which is when you know, they'll make sure they if they're inter- that's what picks their interest so i think this goes back to your uh, answer about trust right i think this is the time you start building the trust when you tell them everything that they are going to experience in your organization and you know and when they come on board and they actually see it the way that you described it to them i think they start trusting you intuitively yeah absolutely and uh, i think it is best to be transparent uh, that way because you know they if, once they join they anyways going to see things the way they are so might as well tell them uh, what they are headed for okay so now i'll come to the next question and this is where i have seen a lot of people you know just deeply dive and okay yeah, we'll take care of it how do you handle responsibility setting in career when you hire talented folks and when you want to build a team of really really strong professionals uh, this is very important because uh, they are somewhere deep down very very focused and would like to see a proper path set for them they would like to pick up specific responsibilities so there is no there's no scope or potential for ambiguity or uh, a lack of vision for them uh, miss hema hatangdi md at conserve uh, one of the companies i worked very earlier in my career Uh, would speak about a concept of growing giants her belief is that uh, as leaders we should onboard teams that are more skillful and more talented than ourselves and then we also need to ensure that they have a meaningful charter chalked out for them so that way we would be growing a team of giants i try and borrow from this principle somehow uh, like i mentioned before typically during an interview i would have asked the individual about their interests their career aspirations what is that path they want to take and how this role fits into that path and all of that um this helps me align what the role looks like for them it also helps me assign specific kras for each of them and carve out their roles in a way that it's a perfect blend or at least a, the best blend of their current skills their future aspirations and also the organizational needs so i try to bring all of these three together and once that mix is there i think it's easier to sort of define the kras um however when you start working in a startup setup many times these things change uh, for example if you define certain goals to be achieved at the end of one year you realize that in six months you done so well you already achieved them or uh, sometimes the trajectory tends to change uh, you need to be agile for both these scenarios and uh, it is important that whenever you're recrafting or recreating the roles or the growth path it is relevant for the individual in terms of the larger picture they have for themselves all right so now i'll ask you something which is like you know in terms of remote working right how is the entire thing changing how have you have you changed your way you work or have you is there any paradigm shift that you have experienced or anything that has changed for you in the remote working i think in the current scenario that we are going through as a global community uh, firstly you need to have empathy you need to sort of uh, make sure your teams are safe uh, and they're healthy and you're helping them with anything they need um, to sort of do their work well whether it is tools they need whether it is access they need or uh, whether it is any kind of approvals you need to make sure they're getting it fast and quickly so that they are able to perform their best Uh, secondly i think communication is key 
you need to constantly communicate with your team encourage them to do the same with you and the others so that uh, you know the whole remote working uh, sort of does not impact the way things were working uh, you i think it's very important to stay uh, connected and keep communicating uh, thirdly i think very very important to have trust and faith in your team at this time if if you are doing your job uh, and if you are motivated uh, to sort of uh, work the way it was when you were going into office there is no reason why they should be less motivated right so you need to have faith and trust and believe that they are also trying to do the best they can from wherever they are and uh, place that trust in your team yeah i think trust and faith man that you are the two key words that i think everyone should be leading with right now so now that we've talked about onboarding uh hiring responsibility career path management now i'll come to a part where managers sometimes kind of dread how do you deal with appraisals and how do you start i think this is very very current uh, we are mostly um, in the middle of an appraisal cycle in most companies right now um, but i think every organization has its own appraisal cycle uh, and the formal process uh, usually follows that cycle uh, but in my personal opinion a quarterly review cycle is very important for a mid to large size company uh, i think uh, every 3 months of checking and seeing uh, you know fact check and making sure we are on the right trajectory is very important and uh, so that any course correction is done there and we're not waiting for the whole year to go by and then we realize that we've done a lot of things wrong in the first place um, that said as a leader i don't wait for a formal appraisal cycle to come by uh where i can discuss with my team about their performances this is an ongoing process for me i uh, use any and every opportunity that comes by to give feedback to my team it could be positive negative both uh but i think it's important uh, to share feedback with your team and i also appreciate when i have timely feedback uh, so uh, you know you know you're on the right track and if you want to change something or if you there's something you need to improve upon that feedback comes early on so i i i don't really wait for any kind of um, uh, formal setup to share my feedback with the team um i i had cases where uh, folks on my team have come up within a month and said hey you know i've completed a month what do you think so <laughs> sometimes it is the team as well that's demanding this from you which is very good which is very good yeah i think i think if if someone's taking on themselves to ask about their feedback right i think it makes the job of a manager/leader very easy right because the person not i mean and i don't trust uh that or forget i mean trust is a strong word but i don't believe that the formal appraisal structure has anything to do with you doing an appraisal every month or even every fortnight right then the appraisal doesn't mean that you are judging them appraisal i think in my head is something where you're telling them like you said hey you're on the right track or hey you're just you know you're you're being derailed so you know come back to the right track and it helps everyone in the process i think yeah yeah it's very helpful because uh, many times you know uh, even me as an individual when i'm uh, performing some of the tasks i need to do i'm probably losing focus of the larger goals and it's always helpful when somebody from the top comes and tells you look you know there are these three other things or uh, this thing is uh, way off track so i think that's really really helpful and uh, it, it's an ongoing process i don't believe it is something that needs to be done at a set frequency yeah okay so i cannot stop talking to you but i well, okay last question right how do you match this is a question i should ask you said uh, i think we worked on the same team for close to 2 years yeah 2 years my god and it's been a long time 
yeah uh, but i i can vouch that you've been doing this really really well in my experience that i've seen uh, I, in fact i think i've picked a couple of things from you wow i'm not i'm not used to compliments so like uh, i'm just awkwardly silent right now <laughs> <laughs> no but this is true i'm not complimenting because it's your last question <laughs> but anyways i <laughs> i think you you managed that balance really really well uh, but what i try to do um, uh, is that i apply the same rules that i use when i manage the team i think it's pretty much the same uh, communication and being transparent so uh, you know this is very uh, i don't know if a lot of people do this but initially in my career i would reach out to my manager only if i was facing a challenge and uh, i thought i was being a very good team member that way because i was not bothering them with any other information uh, but over time i realized that it is super important that you're constantly communicating with your superiors uh, whether it's a result you have seen or achieved an experiment you run a roadblock you experience or you simply want to compliment your manager for something they have done right keep the lines of communication open and go ahead and share that compliment i think this one's uh, stuck with me and i think it's critical that you're completely honest with your superiors at all stages and at all costs there is no negotiation here because i believe and i have seen from experience that eventually it helps a lot and uh, you build stronger bonds and you are able to interest that way i i completely agree on this like being transparent is a non negotiable absolutely um also i have noticed as i have climbed the ladder and grown from an individual to a, uh, you know a leader uh, things are not always black and white there are multiple goals multiple dynamics multiple layers which affect decision making so uh, at times when you know you are not agreeing with what your manager has to say or the decision that's being made i think you need to place that trust in your higher ups and uh, believe in them that they know what they're doing and they have a larger vision obviously they are chasing the same goals as you are uh, so they obviously know what's better and uh, you need to place that trust and um, you'll see that you'll eventually things will work out but uh, i want to ask you this what are some of the rules that you apply when you have to manage your team's aspirations and the limitations that are coming from the top how do you sort of uh, balance these things out okay so this podcast has turned around now all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um in my head it's i found out that the key is very simple right convey the truth from the start no false promises no dangling carrots just be straight and truthful when i hire i try to create a rough path for around 2 years i get it signed off from the top management as well i try to and during the interview i ensure this is iterated enough number of times so when sometimes we do a panel interview where we have three people interviewing them one after the other i make sure everybody knows who i am hiring for what role i am hiring and what will these people do say probably 6 months 12 and 18 months down the line right uh during their work i get into a room individually with them possibly every week i try to and talk to them about their progression aspirations and what options are particularly open right sometimes it might happen that the role that they were hired for is no longer relevant for them or for the organization right it can just happen because we are used to now pivoting and things move fast the world is agile everything is just you know it's it, it's very fast so i basically be very open with them and i tell them about their progression how everything is working out uh and options when i say options there is not limited to my team options are across the organization and 
when I talk about limitations on top, right, you obviously cannot make everyone, say I'm just talking from the marketing point of view, right? Everybody cannot become the head of marketing or the CMO, correct? So no matter how the aspiration is, no matter how they want to, but if, if they reach a goal, which is like, okay, if they have reached a place where they are too big for the organization or they need a larger place, then, you know, I tell them the options are open across the world, not only in my organization, because I think it helps you somewhere down the line where they would recommend their friends to come and join you back. And then basically it's like you said, right? Building a team of giants. I think, mm-hmm. I think it all connected back from there. You you brought up two very, very important and very interesting uh, points here, Sid. Uh, one is, I think, uh, creating a career path for two years. Uh, I think most of the time when we are creating job descriptions or roles, we are stuck with how, what does this person need to do now or today or in the next six months or probably a year. But um, charting that out when you're sort of creating the role itself uh, on how this role is going to pan out in over the next couple of years, very, very important. And uh, I think a lot of us don't do that. Uh, options uh, and being transparent that you know they've grown out outgrown the organization and uh, nobody does that uh, in my uh, past experience I have not seen anybody be that transparent but I think if we are able to achieve that uh, it's really really commendable. I think one thing I can take away from talking to you today is about building trust and communication yeah I think uh, key to most uh, successful teams or anything I think anywhere at any point uh, having trust, uh, mutual trust, and uh, having communication open is very, very important. All right. I can keep continuing talking to you and we can continue on this topic. But okay, I'll stop now. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Uh, I'll be back soon with another great friend of mine. Uh, until then, this is uh, me and Akshita signing off. See you, everyone. Uh, Bye everyone and I hope this was really really helpful to share your feedback and also some of the things that have worked for you I would really really like to take some notes from there. Thank you And uh, before before we leave sorry, you can connect with us on LinkedIn anytime like we are LinkedIn freaks. So we love LinkedIn (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you guys